Hey everybody, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Crowded After Show. Tonight we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 9, Unemployable. We'll talk about writing fan fiction, what it's like being Junior VP of Breakfast Meets, and who would you trust to shoot you. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, there we go. Oh. A little slow start from Abby Vega for the for the busting into Flo Rida as he always plays us in <laughs> yeah. to AfterBuzz TV's Crowded After Show. Hi, everybody. I'm Frank Marin. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. We've got the full panel tonight as we break down Episode 9, Unemployable. To my immediate left, Danny Gollum. Hi, everyone. My name is Danny. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny Gollum. And at the end of the panel, those sweet dance moves, <laughs> Abby Vega. Hey, guys. I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. All right. We're going to be breaking down episode nine now. I mean, a little before the camera started rolling a little chat. Danny, I mean, we're going to keep it real here. Yeah. I am not loving the show right now. I feel like I by this point, I kind of thought that I would really love it um, nine episodes in. And I kind of feel like it's plateaued for me. It mm-hmm. had a moment where it kind of... Went up and I was feeling it, and now it's just kind of plateauing. I, I'm, I'm waiting for it to take that next step. I'm hoping in these next, like in the last few episodes, that it's gonna make that jump for me to make it like a show that I want to tune in for the next season. And I'm wondering if that's just the uh, the, the difficulty with the challenge of doing like, uh, a multi-cam sitcom as opposed yeah. to a single cam. Where I feel like single cam, you can more it gives the illusion of being more serialized. You can have you can push the characters and push storyline a lot further, and really have a different starting and ending point with them within a season. And it seems like with a multi-cam sitcom, for the most part, I mean, the characters kind of got to reset themselves because it feels like you have to keep the kind of familiar premise of the show. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm only invested at this point really in Stella. Like I said, like, I love Stella. I think she's funny. I like her storyline. But she's kind of the only one that I keep wanting to tune in for. That's right. kind of where I'm at with this Sure. Abby, I mean, I definitely agree that there was, I forget what episode it was that I was, oh my gosh, I'm liking this more and more. And it's not that I'm liking it less. It's yeah, just kind of staying at a, you know, even, I need something to like spice it up. But I actually am still all about Shay. I love Shay so much. <laughs> and I was saying before we started this too, that this episode was definitely out of order because we were talking yeah. about that back-to-back episode last week, how they seemed kind of like they were misplaced. And this episode, you it's pretty much verified that this episode was supposed to go before, because Shay's talking about applying to an internship. And the last episode, she was at the internship. Yeah, and we were confused by that, because we are like, she never even said she was going to apply, but yeah. now that's all straight away. My, my thought when I first heard it this episode was that maybe she was applying to a different internship, but then I realized that that's just not the case. That it looks like that episode eight and episode nine may have switched places yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I don't know if they wanted like the the two guests, the um, Betty White and Jane, not Carol Jane, King, Carol King, um, back to back, like on the same night when they decided to do that double episode thing. I don't know. Do you? Do you I, feel I like would. Th- I would think the the, the biggest reason is uh, I think Shay's storyline kind of got jeopard- uh, sacrificed for that for the better connection between Mike tr- uh, introducing the fact that he you know his mom left him when he was young and then fi- trying to find his mom and right, bring yeah. him back to his life. So I figured like those two big stories I think made it made more sense to have those be right next to each other. Right. I see. As opposed to the little book yeah. for Shay getting an internship. That makes sense. Yeah. But- I mean, and he was riding the helicopter again. Didn't he just get fired? Or was this a different job? Is he giving well, tours we, now? We just thought that we just assumed that he was fired from the actual on-air position. Yeah. Okay. Not okay. the actual driving. But there was a moment there for us, like 
Well, Wait a he's, he's not doing traffic reporting. He's like giving like air, air you know, tour tours. tours. All right, yeah, yeah. Sure. different, different term. <laughs> yeah, so, a little confused. Yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll start with the episode here. Is that uh, well, it starts off they're in the kitchen. Uh, you kind of see maybe like the the differences between care, parents and kids when it comes down to like TV shows. Uh, what was kind of a common frame of reference for uh, parents may not maybe lost on kids. And they, uh, uh, Mike and Martina bring up a Pepe Le Pew reference, which the kids yeah. like. Who, what? Wait, who's this? That's what I was. Really? Did really? you guys know I, who Pepe Le Pew I is? did. I do because my I, I, I used to it. like watch cartoons with my dad on weekend mornings, and so I did know that reference. But I could see how that would go over some people in my generation's head. Ooh, yeah. yeah, right over mine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but when they, uh, I guess, it, I mean, I always thought he was kind of creepy. Those cartoons were certainly creepy. Yeah. The way he'd get his uh, his Mac on with the uh, the poor cat that got looked like that got painted to look like a skunk. But uh, yeah, to just have him described as a as a date rapist yeah <laughs> like oh all right sure uh, <laughs> but bob was a fan of those big cartoons which i guess you know they certainly uh, a less politically correct time yeah than, right which bob says you know the kids these days you're way too politically correct now i mean as somebody that you know more uh, more of age with this time more of a millennial do you feel like you guys are do you feel too politically correct do you feel like oh man i think we need to ease up or is this just natural to you, you feel like oh we're just being more respectful uh i don't know it goes back I don't know. It's tough. It's, it's yeah. tough because sometimes I feel like I'm, I, I'm not trying to say something offensive, but I feel like sometimes some things I say like will offend somebody in the room, you know. And like whether you're like just trying to make not like a, obviously like an offensive joke, but sometimes you say things that you don't even realize. Like the word guys, I've taken out of my vocabulary because I didn't realize it was offensive. But like there are people who don't want to, their gender to be assigned to them. But so like just things like that. Like I had no idea that that was offensive. I had no idea. Yeah. So if you say, "Hey guys," hey that's... guys. Well, I, I, the only reason I like really cut it out was because one of my teachers in college would take points off every time we'd said "guys" because she didn't want us assigning gender. I was in a gender women's studies class, clearly. Oh my so, gosh. So, needless to say, now I tried. I like, "Hey everyone, hi." I, I might have said "hi guys" in the beginning. So I, it, it comes out a lot when I'm not thinking about it, but when I'm consciously thinking about it, I really try not to. But See, just, I agree. I think. One reason that I'm more careful with things I say is because I don't, I don't think I say offensive things, right. but nowadays anything anyone says, someone finds a way to make it offensive or take offense by it. I've noticed that social media in every aspect, really, someone will find some like a way to spin it around and make it look like you're the bad guy <laughs> if they want to. You can't win. Uh, a yeah, lot you of really time. can't. So I do understand what Bob was saying. Yeah. <laughs> but well, uh, speaking of, well, another thing that Bob uh, does is that he doesn't want to live forever. He wants to know, like, when the time comes, just put him out of his misery, just shoot him in the head. Uh, Alice, well, Alice is the opposite. Nope, she's like, do everything you possibly can, put me up to any sort of machine, whatever you need to stick in me to keep me going for as long as possible. How do you guys feel? I, you I really liked that they touched on this subject, though, because I think that in other shows I've seen this come up too. Because to me, if I am in pain and just pretty much a vegetable I don't I don't want to put my family through that because that is I can't even imagine you know because when someone's in that state family's just constantly there because they need they feel they need to be there for them even though nothing's gonna change I say pull the plug I'm team Alice yeah keep me keep me going pump me with the drugs pump me with the whatever you need like I yeah I feel her on that but that is a really interesting topic like to bring into a sitcom like something mm-hmm. more serious like that to discuss and kind of 
open that forum because I feel like not just us, but I feel like families are probably having that same conversation. Yeah. You know, like what would you do, kind of thing. Yeah, so certainly it's interesting. If, yeah, if I get injured uh, now tonight or something, is leaving the poor after bus studios. Oh my god, something like that happens. But Captain America: Civil War is coming out May sixth. You know, you I got to make it, it. Up to that. So do whatever <laughs> you can to keep me alive. Keep I don't need people to come and talk to me and visit me, but just whatever you do to keep get my eyes open. Yes, so I can see who wins: <laughs> Iron Man or That's Captain right. America. I can understand. I'm with Alice for that whole thing. Uh, and as we talk about that that seems like the the most interesting storyline for this whole episode and i feel like this one was just very much like the c storyline very much yeah it was, yeah, it was on the bottom of the list yeah and it's like you know because that seems like as danny was saying like this is a really interesting discussion like could have been ripe for fodder to really play off of a lot of different things i feel like it was the most interesting storyline but it took a back seat yeah it you did. know what i mean exactly. like i think it was the most interesting part of this episode yet for some reason i feel like a lot of it got cut and they only showed you like a, a bit with alice and bob here and a bit with alice yeah. and bob there but i think that they probably shot a lot more than we saw yeah maybe and because it would have been interesting to see what mike and martina had mm-hmm. they ever had that kind Conversation, right. or did that make them start thinking about maybe we should get together living wills for the kids so they can figure out yeah, what to do with us? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That made a bit, I would like to see how, do they agree? Are they on the same page? That would made it a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. But we did not go there. We were not in the writer's room. Uh, we, we were could not. not pitch Bummer. the writers to go this direction for this episode. <laughs> Instead, we focused on Shay and Stella both getting work. That's something yeah. we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, you know, they need to get some jobs. So this is a little bit more job focused on Shay and Stella. So Shay gets a job at a sweet burger place. <laughs> you know, what's it? Uh, already made burger there. She's wearing a hot dog on a stick outfit. Yes. Basically, when they were at the mall. To me, I don't know why. I think it's one of those things when someone's wearing an outfit like that. It just to me makes everything they say funnier. It's hilarious. Yeah. She even said a comment. Someone insulted her and she goes it's kind of hard to feel insulted when i'm wearing this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like so i thought it was funny i thought that was a funny little yeah so she's embracing like more like the fast food route while she's applied for an internship she's waiting to hear back but in the meantime she's got to make some money she gives mm-hmm. mike and martina 122 dollars as a little rent payment there right. so it's already starting to come in stella though is doing a little different she <laughs> decides to monetize oh, her stella. youtube channel oh stella yeah you know which makes sense people are trying to monetize it in different fashions yeah. money ties as she calls it yes money ties <laughs> uh and yeah because you know that, you know everybody's coming to her web page or her youtube channel to check out her fan fiction <laughs> doing katie yeah. perry Taylor and Swift. Taylor Swift. Sweet, sweet fan fiction. But her idea of monetizing it is that she's basically just going to strip for uh, for guys that give her a little special uh, sneak, uh, want to sneak private show with her. And they pay her $4 a minute, I believe she said. Yeah. Which she ends up doing the math, $240 an hour. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they were calling Shay the good one, but she thinks because she's making more money that she's the good <laughs> one. A little bit of a discrepancy there, but. Yeah, but we also just uh, see from Shay just by showing up. As I say, you know, part of have you know, fifty percent of it is just showing up, and Shay's a perfect example of that. Just because showing up three days in a row, all of a sudden she's promoted. Yep. And we see quickly just, climbing yeah, that totem pole. She climbs that yeah that corporate ladder incredibly quickly, to the point at the end of it that uh, she is the, the the junior VP. Yeah, for she Black had. Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> when the she was suit? on the phone with Jerry, <laughs> that was really fun. Fun. <laughs> this stuff she was saying to him, like, was, "Take me to dinner um, first. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I I thought her on that phone, and then the way it ends the line where she gets him to agree and then she gets off the phone and they were all just like wow that was amazing should I be scared I need to make a comment right now because you saw me like irking in my skin while watching this episode ew Ethan and Shay need to stop I have to stop I don't even think she realizes what's going on she doesn't she has no idea there was that one line about him like on top under her yeah he's like she's like you're gonna be under me in this assistant role he's like that's not a bad position to be in or something ew 
Yeah, for no. every time we could have thought, like, yo, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. This, I think oh, this episode 100%. overtly Solidify says, hey, that. yeah. But, but you realize in this episode that it, I don't think any of it, I think it's all over her head. I it don't is. even think she even realizes it, but he is just dropping hints. You know, she's like, I'm sure you have better dreams than following me around, too. And he was, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah. really, like, he dreamt of But he said that in front of the entire family. Like, don't they see this? Aren't I they going to be no like, one noticed gross? it. Yeah, come on. No, that just seems too <laughs> creepy to make happen. I just, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't imagine them... I don't know. I mean, it's. See, I, I don't want to say. It. I just think <laughs> Gossip Girl, and it. Do, that's why it doesn't creep me out. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Jenny and yeah, no, d- yeah. Gossip Girl, stepbrother, stepsister, full on dating. Yeah. So this is why that doesn't creep me out. Oh, all right. So we see where. Like I, I'm not I, into it, but I'm not shipping. like totally opposed. Maybe in TV, but not in real life. <laughs> not in real life. Real life, that is wrong. Well, we find out uh, as Mike is taking around two uh, foreign gentlemen. Uh, and all they want to see is they want to see Fraser's house. Right. <laughs> and that's me. I just want to see that. But they find out they see the picture of, uh, of Martina, <laughs> Shay, and Stella on, on his helicopter control panel and recognize Stella from her yeah, YouTube he's, channel. He's like, oh. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it got, they had one of those, like another one of those comedy moments where they were talking about two different things, but yeah. thought they were talking about the same thing. And he's like, wow, what did he say? He's like, you know, if she's making money, we're all for yeah, it. But like, they're like, wow, you know, you're a, quite a different dad than yeah. I am. Yeah. And they're like, I wouldn't really approve of my daughter showing her boobs on the internet. And then yeah. he was like, oh boy. Yeah. Yes. Is he mad? Well, I think he always looks like that. His eyes are small. So. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but then we come to another interesting thing is where, uh, and Martina correctly says, we wanted her, we wanted to treat her as an adult roommate. So how do you, if you're wanting to establish an adult roommate kind of relationship, still want to be the parental figure? And, and try to at least offer some guidance, if not discipline. I, know. I I thought it was kind of weird the way Martina wanted to handle it. Saying, you know, we should talk to her, but let her make her own decision. I don't know. This is like a big it's, no-go. It's one of those things. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, they're adult roommates, but at the same time, they're living under your roof. So they have to, you know, you still have that. To me, you have the full parental control. Yeah. If there's something you're not comfortable with, you can say, you're not doing this in She's my house. doing this out of her house, yeah. But, That's I, think, what I, but think. I think whether or not I was living in my parents' house, if they found out I was doing something like this, they would for sure say yeah. something to me. Oh. Like I think this is the kind of thing that it's like, they were looking out for her reputation, for her future, and that kind of stuff. I think it was less like, you're living in our house, you can't do this. I think it's more like, you probably shouldn't be doing this, everything you put on the internet stays on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. I think Stella's just naive. But yeah. I think that's kind of, like, her charm. I find her entertaining. I guess, but it also just seems like that character, at times, seems incredibly savvy about things, and then other times, she seems really kind of clueless about stuff. Yeah. And so, right. And I feel like, depending on the needs of the episode, those can kind of tip accordingly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, like, she kind of can play dumb sometimes, but then you see her, like, be really... Like, you'll be like, oh, there's a moment of being smart, like, where did that come from, kind of. I feel like almost the the smart moments seem out of place a little bit with with Stella. I know. I'd, I'd like to see her become a little... I guess just for me in sitcoms and just different shows, I've, I don't... I'm not drawn to the really clueless, dumb character as much. Like, it to me, like, Joey and Friends was always not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like, I think, I think the kind of clueless humor is funny sometimes, but it's, sometimes it gets to a point where when you're of this age and kind of so naive to it. Yeah. I it kind of gets a little old in my opinion, but that's just different people's views on comedies because I know some people who yeah, think like that's Andy the Dwyer most... Andy Dwyer is my favorite yeah, in Parks you know and Rec. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, some people <laughs> think... Like the... 
some people that like are drawn to that character and think it's very funny and some it's just a different opinion right. but I guess it's one of those things like where you would enjoy watching that person on TV but if that person were in your it, real life yeah exactly holy cow yeah exactly. <laughs> you would not be as hands off I think as Micah Martina where like yeah. Yeah, there would be a lot of yelling I like a how, lot of demands ultimatums placed on there I like how um, when they're talking to Stella uh, Mike goes do do your therapy on her, hypnotize her. <laughs> yeah. he, she's like, you have no idea what you do. And then Stella's like, no, I do what you do. I like, like that. I, you know, am helping people feel better about themselves <laughs> and talking to them. And she's like, oh gosh, like I now I hear yes. it, you know. And it seems too close. It seems yeah. way too close. Uh, so I feel like Mike and Martina's way of getting of proving a point to Stella is that they're just gonna hop on, pay for private <laughs> chats, and just always be online watching it at all times. That yeah. was pretty clever. They, I thought that was they, good. Uh, they bought the private chat, the private chat, and they um. She said two, the one line she goes, she goes, touche, dad. Yeah. Instead of touche. And then he goes, no, touche. She goes, it's always touche. That was like probably my favorite line from yes. the episode. How yeah. like it was, that was like that done. back and forth was uh, well written. And I like how she goes, dad, you go to bed so early. And then Martina <laughs> pops in and he's like, but I don't. You know, so it's, she has no chance. She's always being watched now. I like how she says that Kim and Paris Hilton also <laughs> made their start on this. And Martina was like, no, they were already famous first. So now she's using that as her yes. like... So Boy. they become incredibly famous and then start getting naked. I also like how they kind of inserted a Jerry Maguire reference with the phone call with Shay. Yeah. At least oh, that's yeah. what I took from it. And I like kind of when they insert little things like that from, like, references from yes. other places. Although I question uh, Stella's, uh, she, she was great with the math eventually, figuring out it was $240 an hour. <laughs> but if you look at the counter, she's only on, on, on that conversation was like a minute and 50 seconds. And she was going to charge him fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be like maybe, maybe eight bucks, because <laughs> that's not even two minutes. So... Hold on. <laughs> Something's Hold on, not right there. Yeah, yeah. Some shady business practices, uh, business practices happening there with yeah. Stella. But at the end of the episode, we uh, the Shay uh, rising up the corporate ladder invites the whole family to the office to see her swanky new place. Uh, and they get to watch her just at, at so, the scene. That I did enjoy that scene. I that the, was. The phone call was so funny. That was like one of the best, best moments in like the season. That's so what far. I think so too. Yeah. I think that was so funny. And she gets a call uh, find, or a text finding out that she does have the uh, the internship. She got it. And she goes, oh, I have to turn it down. Spoiler I mean, alert. We already know she did. Yeah, <laughs> Side note. <laughs> but I mean, we see Michael Martina realize that no, sometimes you got to pursue your dream. We know it's not going to pay you any money. But this is what you really Wait, want. Wait, what kind of internship requires a three-year commitment with no <laughs> pay? Money. Did you notice yes. that little, like, under-the-table comment she yeah, made? Like, I was like, yeah, I would not take that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Do they, do, I don't think that Mike and Martina realized at that moment that, like, she's probably going to be in your house for another three years. Yeah. So they they just wrote in three more seasons. That's right, yeah. It's <laughs> like, I can't think of any job that... Yeah, but legal. You can't do, offer one for three years. Three years, expect, yeah. Expect, yeah, come on, six months. Most, yeah, most internships now are, like, required to pay. If yeah. they're giving if yeah. they're giving that much time. So no, some legal. Yeah. Yes. Legal action needs a lot of shady, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shady business practices in this entire episode. But they say, go follow your dreams. And they go on from the beginning of the episode where the girls were actually employed and giving them money for rent to now both the girls are not making any money. Yeah, they're right like, now, we, we made sure that didn't happen. They're like, yes. they, we were, they were making money and then we made sure that wasn't happening anymore. <laughs> we just kind of because talk them out of jobs, basically. Yes. Yeah. So we learned that. And then we also learned that uh, Bob doesn't want to be a burden to Alice. That's why she he wants her to shoot him. And Alice says, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep you around. I like you being in my life. I want you to yeah. be that burden no, She's like, you've been a burden this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that difference? that was kind of sweet. It was cute. Yeah. So look at that. That was a, a short and sweet rundown of episode nine. We're so efficient. Yes. Uh, we have a, uh, super fast predictions. Hit it, Mark. Your After Buzz TV <laughs> prediction. <laughs> All right. Abby, what do you got? I 
predict the entire episode going right now. <laughs> I honestly don't even know what to predict anymore. <laughs> I have one, and I'm going to You go myself. for it, because I don't have it. Shay and Ethan, is something's going to happen. Well, something's, something's going to happen. And I'm going to hate it, and I... I just, I, we know something's gonna happen. I don't even have words, but like that's my prediction. That's gonna continue to unfold. I don't know if it's gonna be this season. If they're gonna save it for like the finale for him to confess his love to her or something. But my skin is already crawling thinking about it. What would you place the odds of them kissing oh. by the season finale? Oh, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? I think. <laughs> Where you but I don't know if it's gonna be like a reciprocated Shay, and I think he's gonna go in for, it and she could have the total opposite like. Whoa, what is happening? She's going to be caught off guard because yeah. she is, like, naive, as we said, to the yeah. fact that he's into her. Yeah. Maybe, like, someone else is going to notice it, you know? Because, like, right now we were in a room with literally the entire family and no one picked up on it. Yeah. I think someone else, like, maybe Bob or Mike or something, another guy Martino will see it. Really? I don't know. Like, someone's going to notice. I know that that's going to... My prediction is, like, that's going to come into bigger yeah. play. If the, if the studio audience hoops and hollers, then I'll be really skeeved on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. like, I feel like I've, me and this, if I was in that studio audience, I'd be like, boo! Yeah. <laughs> I'd be booing in the background. Oh, what? Well, that is going to do it for us here for uh, Crowded Episode 9, Unemployable. You can continue the conversation here on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Give us those f- sweet five stars on the iTunes. Or follow us on Twitter, uh, hashtag ABTVCrowded. If you want to continue the conversation with us on Twitter, Abby, where can they find us? You can find or, me yeah, on you. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. And you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. We'll be back next week with episode 10 of Crowded. See you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 